Hello folks, welcome to the broadcast. It's John Saxper here with Revival Now. Talk to you today about be, don't be a do-nothing Christian. Today's broadcast, I'm going to talk about being a distributorship and not being a, cons don't be a consumer, but be a distributorship. Well, today, as I just read on, on, the can on, on Facebook Live, I just read the scripture, that's 1-8. He talks about you should be witnesses unto me and introduce them today and the other most part. So after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, that means when the Holy Ghost comes upon you is after you've been born again. Basically, every it's it's the job of every every born again believer to preach the gospel. Each every each and every born again believer has a role to play in the preaching the gospel. Can you go on with me to the book of Luke? Chapter 4, verse 18, that famous scripture, when Jesus took his rifle, when Jesus took and stated himself in his earthly ministry, he come into the come down after being tempted of the devil, and he came down and, and went to go preach in the synagogue. And in the synagogue, they had an open chair that, that, that was left, that was open for the Messiah, that the Jews would had reserved for the Messiah. He come down there and he started saying, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to, to the captives and recovery to the sight of the blind. And set liberty to those who are oppressed. And to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And he took this and he and he rolled the script he rolled the scroll and gave it back to the, the minister. And saw a seat and sat down on it, and all the, and the eyes that was to see the Messiah, and all the all the eyes of the synagogue were fixed on him. I mean, they were like, "Hello, excuse me, who do you think you are?" And Jesus was basically saying, "I know who I think I am. I know who I am. I don't think I know who I am. I know who I am." And he sat on it and began to say unto them. Today, this day, the scripture is fulfilled in your ears. I mean, I can imagine the look on these do-nothing religious people in the synagogue that just sat up there and came in there and laid on their butts all day, all day in the synagogue that did nothing for the kingdom of God. And when he came in there and sat down there and, and said that scripture, that was alone that sent them end over tea, rear end over tea kettle. Basically, Jesus came, basically, Jesus saying here is, my work has come to do, to set in motion with that which I am, I'm coming here to set in motion that which I have raised you up to do. I come here to, to set the, the pace. Jesus came to set the pace, not to be a, for, not for everyone to be a consumer, but to be a distributorship. Jesus became a distributorship of his power that day. Anyway, go on with me to the book of John chapter 6, I mean John chapter 15. And I know this is there's a lot of scripture involved, but I'm doing the whole, chap the whole chapter of 15. This, this describes it perfectly. <clears throat> I mean, I've, you've got to, you got to take this down. Write these notes down. Acts 1-8, Luke chapter 
4, verse 18 through 20. Open your Bibles, if you'd go with me, to John chapter 15. If I'm, I'm there now, if you're there, that's even better. So you can re read what I'm, what I'm saying to you. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes it away. Every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes it. And it may bear more fruit. So that we may bear forth for already you are clean because the world I, that I have spoken to you, spoken to you, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. And whoever abides in me and I in him he is that bears much fruit. In order to bear much fruit, you gotta you gotta be one. You gotta be, abide in the presence of God. We've got to abide in the presence of God. What Jesus is saying there is, you've got to abide in the presence of God. You gotta stay in the presence of God. You can't let it go. You can't just say, oh, I'm only take that so much of that in a in a, in a day's time. No, you have to stay in it 24/7. He's saying right here, abide means you dwell, you live there permanently. I abide in me, and neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he that he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Basically, the do nothing Christians. Are not abiding. Basically, they're the ones that are not abiding in Christ. They're not abiding in Jesus. They're not abiding in the Holy Spirit. They're not abiding in the presence of God. They they they're disconnected from it. He's saying you are disconnected. You are not a part of my kingdom. You are not a part of me. You're not a part of that which I which which I I I I created you to be, and you're not doing your potential. Doing your doing what you, doing what your cult which uh, what I which you know that I spoke to you in my word, but you ignore it anyway and you want to do your own thing. Whoever abides in me, right, he says, for in me for that shall bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And branches are gathered and thrown into the fire. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be a, if you're gonna be a, you cannot be, you cannot bear fruit and be a consumer for one, because you're just taking and, and devouring the fruit. If you're being a distributor, you're 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 bear, you gotta bear fruit. He's saying you, you've gotta be, you gotta be a distributor, not a consumer on this. To, to clear that out, I wanted to catch on to that. Thrown into fire and burned. It means that you're just going to go to hell, basically. If you're not just if you're not abiding in the things of God, and you're not living in the things of God. You want to just only do it only certain times and certain hours of the day, 
in certain days of the week, you get lost. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. But by, by this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and, pro, and prove to any of my, any might be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept. If you keep my commandments and you abide, you abide in my love, just as I have kept. My Father command my Father's commandments and abide in His love. These things I have spoken to you, that that my joy be full in you, and that your joy may be full. It means so much that it has to spill on to other people. That abundant joy, that that that's never that residual joy. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this than someone to lay his life down for a brother. You are my friends. If you do what I command you, no longer call do I call you servants. But the, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. Basically, if you love Jesus, you will want to do. You will want to serve His kingdom. You're not a servant. You're not. A, you're. You're not. You. You want to be a friend. You're. You're a friend. You're. We have that. We basically that that relationship, that reciprocal relationship, back and forth between you and God. If you're you you become you love Him so much that you just want to serve Him, not because you're being made to serve Him. Servants are made to be servants because they're they're forced. They're slaves. They're being forced to. Uh, somebody who loves somebody loves them so much that they will want to do everything they can for that person. Want to just pour out who they are for that person. Just pour their heart out for that person because they love them. And and, and these do nothings. They don't want to. They 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 want. They don't want to. They, they they'll do something. All right, as long as they're, they're if they're if they're seeking God for what's in His hand versus for what's versus seeking him for his face because see when this is the beautiful thing about this is when you search when you seek God for his faith for his things of his faith you never know what comes your way what blessings come your way you never know you'll, you'll you, you have no clue as to I mean there's no end to it there's no end to it. And the blessings that he pours out, you have to pour out upon others because it keeps pouring out because you're seeking his face and showing him, telling each other how much you love each other, that that, is that passion, that, that compassion you have for God and his, and his kingdom, that you worship his son and you, you're thankful for everything he's done for you on the cross versus somebody that just says, here, I want what's in your hand. Just what's in the hand. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care who you are. Just show me what's in your hand. For the servants does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For that I have heard from have, that I have heard from my father. I have made known to you. You did not chose me, but I chose you. Appointed you. 
that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit shall be abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he, will, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that, that you will love one another. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were to you were of the if you were of the world, love you and the world the world would love you as its own. But because you were not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember, the world. The, if, I mean, basically, if you're doing something for God, if you're if you're a, a laborer in the field, for the present and for the kingdom of God, people are gonna hate you for it. People ain't gonna like you. Religious people around that church and around church are gonna hate you. Religious people don't like it. Religious people think they're entitled. They think they should they should seek a reward without the labor, without bearing the labor first. They want it. They want everything their way. They want. They want the best seats in the house. They want the best positions in the church. But they don't do nothing for it. They show the. They show an attitude towards people. They have an attitude towards everything anybody else does. A newcomer.